Fresher Than Your Father podcast. We're back. As usual. Yeah, man. We we have to announce our arrival. We're back. It's You should be fired up. I should be fired up. Both listeners should be fired up. We've returned. I mean, it's a, it's a monumental event every time you hear us. Yep. We are back. We are back like spinal. Spinal. We need a new one. We are back like backboards. Let's see, you can't, you, can't, yeah. you can't really double it up like that. No, you can't put the back in the thing that you like. Back like. Back like. Uh, I don't know. I can't think of anything right now. Yeah, we don't need any more dead air. So No. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's keep it moving. Number 21, Fresher Than Your Father podcast on Father's Day. On This is a, a, a special, a special thing that it's yeah. on Father's Day. We each have fresh fathers. Shout them out. Shout them out. Yeah, yeah, and then, you know, the name of the fi- of the of the podcast. Really, I'm gonna get literary on him, and it's hyperbole. Ooh, go it's ahead. Hyper- because what really is greater than a good father? See, what we're doing here is the equivalent of saying my love is vaster than the ocean. Our podcast is fresher than your father. Wow. That's wow. what you see what I did there? You just dropped a little a little knowledge, a little poetry styles there, a little 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 thing right there. Boom. Boom. Literary styles. Literary styles. You know, Ian, I wonder if all of our listeners understand why we why everything is a style. Do you think they get that? I I don't know if they fully understand styles. Cause there's different kinds of styles and yep. they might not be ready for styles. Or maybe you are ready for styles. Maybe you are listening to us talk, and you're just shaking your head like, man, I, you don't even have enough styles. I already, I already heard that style three years ago. Right. You know what I mean? And, and maybe they understand, you know, just styles in general. So it's elementary for us to even talk about styles. It's true. But suffice it to say, we are hip-hop heads, and all hip-hop heads think in terms of styles. Absolutely. And there are various styles that we'll encounter, literary styles. Right now, mad technology styles. I just installed the window fan. Ooh. Technology styles. It's, techno- it's kind of a mechanical style. Oh, there you go. You're right. You're right. Mechanical styles. And air circulation styles. <laughs> styles, man. See, for me, you got styles, and then you got this whole other, this whole other part, this piece to it called levels. Because you could be on a level, and you could be on the next level. Right. And it's actually some shit. I remember, I, I, I tend to say levels, and I'm not sure where I got levels from, but basically I think of things like that. That's a whole other level. Right. And I might just shorten that to, yo, you're on a level. Because even recognition of a level says you're on a certain level. So if we combine this, basically, we are styling... On multiple levels. I'm not sure. We just went so meta, dude. No, that's that's exactly right. I just I I wanted people to soak that in for a second. It's true. I didn't I didn't appropriately pause there, but no, no. It's just you know I know because you went on the edge, and sometimes you go on the edge. You're on the edge, like whoa, whoa, whoa. This is the edge. No, Ian, that was the right edge. You know, we're styling on multiple levels. You just came with a certain style right there. 
You came with a woe style, the triple woe. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Styles. It's a style. I'll come with that style. That's a, it's a fresh style. It is. It's a fresh style. Because less people know pause, but pause is lame. Right? By itself, pause. Pause. Except for Frank and Dank pause. Shout out. But sometimes you just want to let cats know. Like, you have to pause, but the pause is urgent. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Right. Yeah. Right. Styles. This is styles, man. We're styling right now. Complete style. And In let fact, it be known. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. No. I just wanted to make sure that people who wanted to use the whoa, whoa, whoa style know that cannot counteract the Yeti style. Right? If someone is coming at you full Yeti, the whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, 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 It's not more powerful. You, you see, I think we could probably say that certain styles occupy certain base levels. And as high level as the whoa, whoa, whoa style is, it is not on the Yeti style. A Yeti level is, yo, you, you, yo, Yetis... Yetis have a whole style, and Yetis on a whole upper level, a whole yep. upper echelon or echelon or however the fuck you pronounce that word. I think you went every way but the right one. I think it's echelon. There you go. But but Eka and Echa <laughs> made appearances. <laughs> I I have to give it up. We just we really styled it out the last three or four minutes. I mean, you just you just witnessed multiple styles on multiple levels. I was Welcome listening to a, an old Fresher Than Your Father podcast the other day, because mm -hmm. sometimes I just do that. I just pull mm -hmm. up an old Fresher Than Your Father podcast. Yeah, you enrich your life that way. You know what I mean? I need a little little knowledge. Yeah. And and I was describing a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. And I think I was, I was, there was multiple levels there, but you called it, called it out that I had reached a whole new level of meta. I had gone tri-meta. Wow. I don't like try wow. Right, right. The triple wow. Triple is there a wow. difference between try and triple? I don't think so. I feel like now I'm in English class and I need to I need to stop. See, that's you just you you're you're asking questions that get into I and why. Right? And but see I and why, we just remind ourselves that we're on styles. So we stick with our whys. Word <laughs> up. <laughs> So this basketball. Let's let's talk about something real. Balls bouncing on courts. This basketball. It's over. It's done. It's done. They've played the games. It's done. Yeah, they've said things. They played the games. Parades yeah. happened. Yeah. Yeah. Dallas Mavericks won. Shout out Dirk. Dirk beasted. So Ian, so much did I enjoy Dirk's performance that I told the wife I might even subscribe to Sports Illustrated just to get the commemorative DVD. Wow. I just want I want to watch Dirk bust one-legged shots in people's grills uh, just on loop. It, he really went in. He did. He went in. Even in that last game, kind of slow start, but he still went in. Right. And and again, the last game little little anticlimactic for how amazing the the previous games were. But, for sure. But still, beasting. It was great. It was great. Yeah. And and the the oddity that is LeBron James continues. I'm not going to come with value judgments on the dude. It just we I it was curious watching the man play the last few games. Right. It was, it was odd. I I don't know, man. It's it's one of those things where. It's like we could talk about him for a while and what happened or what didn't happen or whatever. 
But I feel like so much has been said, I'm just kind of oversaturated. I agree. You know what I mean? I agree. So now, you know, that happened. People are drunk. You heard about Deshaun Stevenson, public drunkenness? No. Yeah, Deshaun Stevenson got arrested for public drunkenness, which you won the NBA title. You should yeah. probably get a little lit. Yeah. So so that happened. Now we're we're on to and as a Cleveland Cavs fan, I'm gonna ask our podcast listeners to 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 roll with us on this. A little draft talk. Just a wee bit. Just a little bit. Just a wee a wee bit. So the Cavs have the first and the fourth pick in what is considered one of the worst drafts in recent memory because we're the Cavs, right? So they're gonna draft dudes. There's uh, uncertainty, but there's excitement. And as a Cavs fan, I do read draft blogs. I read mock draft blogs. Is that well? Let me ask you this, Ian. Is that sad? No, but but mock reading mock draft blogs. Yeah. And talking about reading the mock draft blogs on the podcast is yeah. It's a level. It's a level. I think it's a low level. I'm slightly embarrassed now that I'm saying it out loud. No, it, it is what it is. So you're reading these these blogs, these words, these things. These things, yes, yes. What are and what are these things saying? They're saying uh, they should t- they take the Cavs should take with the first pick Kyrie Irving out of Duke, even though he played five games. Mm. I don't know how many games he played. He played like a few games. He got hurt. He came back for the the NCAA tournament. Played relatively well. No one's saying he's a great, great player. They're just saying he's a very, very good player. But the Cavs are in no way committed to it, and so there's intrigue. Then they may trade. They may take Derek Williams, who's six foot nine and shoots 56% from three and is mad athletic out of Arizona. They might take Enos Cantor out of Turkey. They may take Jan Vesely. They may Jan. take Jan. They, they, I, they may take mad dudes. I don't know who they're taking. Right, but the the common knowledge is you take the conventional wisdom is you take Kyrie Irving one. He's supposed to be a can't miss. He may not be franchise changer, but he's rock solid. And then maybe you come with center styles like Enos Cantor. But there's this thing that people say maybe they go Derek Williams at number one, and then go Brandon Knight or Kimball Walker at number four, both point guards. Uh, Brandon Knight, athletic, six four, mad young. Kimball Walker, mad short, winner. So, so what I want to hear, what I want to hear, though, yeah. what, do you, what do you think they should do? Dude, I, if if Kyrie Irving, and the dude played five games, I mean, I, I don't know. It's hard for me to say. Um, what I would like for them to do is take Derek Williams, number one, and roll the dice on Brandon Knight at number four. Because you have... Baron Davis at point guard for right now. You got Ramon Sessions, who, I mean, obviously he's not all world or anything, but he's not trash, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, that to me seems like, so Brandon Knight doesn't really work out. I guess the question is, is too, I, I also want smart dudes. And apparently Kyrie Irving is mad smart and Enos Cantor is mad smart. So either of those I think I'll be happy with. I just don't want them to trade to, to I, no more Trajan Langdon. You know what I mean? Word. Fans of the podcast, if you don't know who Trajan Langdon is, that's right. That's the point. No, no more dishonor job. No more whoever that kid was from from uh, uh, Camden, New Jersey, who dropped a hundred points in a high school game and never panned out in the league. 
No more of these dudes, right? No, get out of here. Who are these dudes? No are more. They? Oh, yeah. I just want a solid, you know, a couple solid dudes. And the fact is we're going to suck next year, too, if there is a next year. There's going to be a next year. So, you know, we'll have more draft picks. Any, any, any words on the Portland draft side of things? I've just never been a big because I don't. I, I'm really bad about following college ball. So yep. that whole lead in to the NBA draft, it's hard for me to get real excited because I don't know a lot of the cats. Right. The only interesting, and I mean I'm not even super interesting, but interesting cat that worked out for the Blazers um, was uh, Kyle Singler. Oh sure. Um, out of Duke. Out of Duke, but also out of I, I believe South Medford High School in Oregon. So. You know the hometown kid coming back for Portland. If sure. He, if he played well, it'd be cool. It'd be cool to have him on the team and stuff. Um, yeah. So that that was I thought that was cool. I mean, you never know, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you all have a, a pretty nice squad, so yeah. The draft is is small potatoes. It's really like you know, can you get a pick that would have value in a trade to get another good veteran yeah. Yeah. to take you over the top? Yeah. Yeah. And the question right now is whether we're going to sign Odin. Whether we're oh, sure. Sign and trade, you know, what's up with Brandon, all that kind of stuff. So, what, what, Do you want them to keep Odin, or do you think that's done? You know me, man. I, I like Odin, man. I, I'll give him one more chance. I mean, one yeah. more chance. After one more chance, I just don't, you know, I want Odin to succeed. So if it, if Odin needs to go to Phoenix and get with those trainers, then he should do that, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's real. Because I think, I think, uh, I mean, he has a lot of talent. And I think, you know, even with some bum knees, I think he could still be, he could still have some game. But I'm, you know, I'm an optimistic type of cat. And sure. I just, I just like Odin and I feel bad bad for him. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and we, don't, we, we don't have a general manager either, which is kind of a problem. Yeah, they, they fired the GM. Yeah, and then he got hired three weeks later. Who hired him? I think Jersey. Your owner smokes no, no. crack. Maybe maybe Bobcat, someone out, someone over. Yeah, yeah. My owner is fucking. He's an alien, or you think he wants to be an alien? He has a rock band called the Vulcans. Wow. You know what? You know what other team has an owner in a rock band? Which team? New York Knicks. Oh yeah. Dolan. Dolan. Another another awesome move. Another another nut job. Yeah. I feel like I feel like any day now Isaiah Thomas is gonna is gonna be announced as the new coach slash GM. Like we're just gonna roll back to two thousand two or whatever that was, two thousand three. You know, but I, I can't talk smack. Uh, the owner of the Cavs writes letters in Comic Sans. It's true. So But at least he feels things. He feels things and he's passionate about things, but so is the Blazers owner. He's just passionate about doing stupid things. He is. But like, like firing brilliant general managers who do well by your team. Yeah, I, I just don't understand at all. I mean, you had Pritchard a year ago; that was just moronic. Then you yeah. get, then you you somehow land Cho, who I feel is amazing that we landed someone that good. Is yep. you know, and then and he gets us. Who does he get? Gerald fucking Wallace. Solid. What a, what a steal! What a fucking steal! And what do you get for that? Goodbye. Awesome, right? After after you get put out by the eventual NBA champion and your best player uh, has iffy knees. Yeah, and guess what? Blazers probably played the best series against the Mavericks through the whole playoffs. Oh yeah, 
Oh yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. you know, oh well. Yeah. Yeah. Blazers. Awesome. Blazers. Teams. So that that's that's basketball. That's basketball for all you people waiting to hear our opinions on basketball. More, yeah. more you know, we can have the little couple months. I guess they canceled summer league or the start of summer league. Yeah, which is is trash. As a, as a yeah. Cavs fan, that's my annual uh, guilty pleasure. It's not even guilty. Bite me. I like summer league. Summer I want to know how cats are doing. Yeah, absolutely. When, when Boozer was out in summer league, rocking cats, it was the first sign of hope, and uh, we know how that turned out. But he did turn out to be pretty good. Word. So yeah, that's those basketball styles. Basketball styles, man. We got a little break from basketball styles, but you know, we'll catch you up on on various other sports styles. Yeah, <clears throat> such as such as uh, ping pong styles. Oh, this woman in my in one of my classes, yo, she has a ping pong paddle signed by a famous Chinese ping pong uh, star who's here in UW Madison. I don't know the woman's name who is here, uh, but she's here. Wow. Ping pong styles. Ping pong styles go down. I mean, um, evidently there's a club in New York, kind of famous. I think it's called Spin. Uh huh. It's all ping pong tables, and it's owned and operated by Susan Sarandon. Oh, I have heard about that. And Susan Sarandon even rolls around, and she'll like. I was about to say something that sounds mad ao, but she'll. She will. Uh, if if you knock the ball off the table, she will pick it up. She'll she'll pick up your balls. Basically. Su- Susan Sarandon, uh, she could pick up a... I would be happy to have her pick up my balls. That would be nice. Hey, hey. I'm just saying, if I'm in spin... Uh, you know, if you're in spin, this is how it goes down. You know what I mean? If if my balls are on the floor... <laughs> I, would, I would consider this a kind act. <laughs> Oh, wow. Wow. And speaking of New York, so you sent me a video of uh, some cats that, (laughs) (laughs) that, so how, how would you describe their, their place in the, in the hip hop scene? So Uh, evidently, and and, you know, I want, I want you all listeners to go and, and check these things out. I hope you're checking things out. I hope right now I want, I want to direct you before we begin this conversation to YouTube Check out this video by Action, a guy named Action Bronson, yeah, and, and a guy named Mayhem Lauren, I believe. Yeah, it's called. What is it called? Oh, I don't know. I, I had to close down my internet. It's called uh, not torpedo. What's the what's the 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 storm typhoon? Oh, is it typhoon? typhoon? I think it's typhoon rap. Typhoon rap, you're absolutely typhoon right. Typhoon rap. These guys are coming at you so hard. The, the video is so awful. It's so <laughs> awful, it's great. <laughs> Basically, you got the green screen in the background. Yep. All kinds of damage. All kinds of damage is being done on the green screen. Just cataclysmic destructions, and I think I saw some deer. Deer, and I think there's a woman getting mauled by a guy in a bear suit. Wow. Yeah. I missed that. Yeah, I missed that because well, yeah, go on. Well, I was just gonna say there's a lot. There, the 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 two of them, the rappers, are so entertaining that at times you'll lose track of the the 
the ridiculousness that's happening on the blue screen. Yeah. Because you have to, again, you have to go see these guys. These guys are both very unique-looking individuals. Yes. And I'm, I'm not going to say, sitting here, that, that at all that I am some kind of suave, good-looking dude. But these guys, they're unique-looking individuals. They're very unique. And, and Bronson decides that his style for this video, no-shirt style. No-shirt. And he's a, he's a, a, red, a red-haired fellow uh, with some girth. He's got some girth, yeah. right? Some width. Yeah. Around the middle. Some tattoos on the chest. Yeah. And, and, uh, and they're moving around. Yes. There's yeah. like, you could almost, you would, you could almost say it might have been choreographed moves in this video in front of the, the all kinds of movements. Arms are moving, cats are b-boy stances, but then breaking out into like half dance moves. Yes. They, they are choreographed because they're so, they're deliberate, but they're deliberate, but thought about. Yeah. Right. So they're very conscious of these moves, which make them even more ridiculous. Yeah. And the other guy, uh, Mayhem Lauren or Lauren Mayhem, however it 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 uh it is, um, you you could say he looks like Mike Tyson's older brother, right? Is that fair? Possibly. Mike Tyson's slower older brother. Yeah. 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 You know, it, I would say both of them have some. You know, interesting looking um, craniums. Yes, large heads. Very large heads. Yeah. Now, having said all of this, uh, Action Bronson is kind of nice. He's kind of nice. There were a lot of YouTube comparisons to Ghostface, and I'm a huge Ghostface fan, and I think that's a fair comparison. Yeah, I mean, he's. It's interesting. I I can't say uh, subject matter. He talks a lot about food. And, and like getting blowjobs, which I guess is kind of similar to Ghostface, but yeah, and and that's you know yeah, that's a good Friday night. We can't judge that. Yeah, you well, I mean, look, this is New York too. It's hardcore, you think? Right. Not super right. hardcore, but you know, but the flow is nice. There's no doubt. Oh, he's very good. But but the video is just a you got to go see it. YouTube, Typhoon Rap, Typhoon Rap, Action and, Bronson, and while you're there. Uh, you know, surf your recommended links, and uh, you'll find Action Bronson rapping from a hospital bed. Have you seen that? I haven't seen that one, but I've seen the one, and this one has a nice beat. Actually, both of these kind of have cool beats. Uh, but there's one with him, kind of a nice beat, driving a car around Queens. I think he's supposed to be going to to make a drug pickup somewhere in Flushing. Yes. And he's, you know, the typical rapper, I'm going to rap to you while I'm driving because I'm a smooth dude. Right, and usually driving to see women or get drugs or shoot someone. Yeah, basically. And there's, there's little else reason to be driving. No, there's nothing else. What else are you going to do? I know. Get food, maybe. Get food. You might, I mean, if you're Action Bronson, you're definitely getting food. Right. But he ends up in this video at some obscure parking lot, I'm assuming for the drug deal, but the, the cats who are waiting for him in this parking lot are just the most random group of there's no one no one there is maybe one dude is looking kind of hardcore but most of those cats <laughs> you should check the video out it's it's just like a random group of like middle-aged dudes <laughs> just hanging out with a suitcase in the parking lot anyway <laughs> and action bronson rolls up rapping 
gets out of his car, shakes someone's hand, someone puts something in his car, and then he drives off. Rap- See, the, the rap video has created the most ridiculous circumstance that never would ever happen in real life, which is the random gathering of friends yeah. for whom you roll up rapping yeah. and leave rapping without ever actually stopping to have a conversation. Or just the gathering of friends where you're rapping. Like, what, what the hell is that? Well, it's, it's as if, I feel like a lot of the videos, it's a very Sesame Street type move. You're walking oh, down the block. Good call. Good you're walking call. down the block, and it just so happens that all of your friends are on the block. Yes. And you're rolling up rapping. You're giving pounds. You're giving hugs. You're checking women. And you're, you're rapping. And the whole time. The whole time. Or even better, because to a degree you could say, okay, I'm in my neighborhood. I know my neighbors. I know my people, right? Right. So, you know, I'll give some pounds to the old dude or whatever, you know. Hit him off with some wallabies. But <laughs> but when you're in the car and you're rolling up somewhere and it just happens that everywhere you go, there's your man. Pounds and hugs all around while rapping. Right. It sometimes it stretches the imagination. I'm not sure who, who started this this trend. I remember there was the exhibit video, but that was like more like... Everything was happening behind him as he walked around. Yeah, the what you see is what you what get you video. What you get, yeah. Classic. Yeah. That's anyway. a classic. Although I, I will admit, I've been with people, yourself included, that when you walk with them through the neighborhood, there is mad salutations. It's true. There is there is mad greetings and, and you know, people are happy to see you, you're happy to see them. and But not within such a tight, defined artificial space yeah and the best is when you stop and just rap for a while oh yeah and everybody is there and they you know hands are in the air hands up and down cats are looking at the camera like yeah he's yeah. rapping check <laughs> <Stack> my mans <laughs> point well sometimes the point you know what i mean like you're yeah. rapping you've stopped you're to, to sit on the stoop maybe you have something in your hand like a, a drink or like one of those small baseball bats. <laughs> right, right. And cats, cats are checking, they're pointing at you like, yo. Him. Him. Or the best, is they're, pack, they're smacking your chest. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And make sure you watch to the very end of Typhoon Rap, because there's a special, a special choreographed move at the end of that video that's amazing. Speaking of... Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, but it's true. These rap videos, man, you know, all kinds of things could happen. One thing in the 90s, I think especially the early 90s, Onyx era. I don't know if Onyx started this, but this is when you had, for the chorus, if you were hardcore, you had all of your friends yelling the chorus. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't just Onyx. It wasn't just Cat's who yelled everything else. No. And I, 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 I always wonder, I haven't read up on this, but for recording these songs, did they call all their peoples into the studio to yell these choruses? Because it, it sounds sometimes like there's a lot of motherfuckers in the studio. 
It's exactly what it sounds like. It, that's not layering. That's everybody because it's a bunch of people who aren't up on the mic. You can you can feel them pushing past each other trying to scream yep. stuff into the mic. You know, at the end of uh, uh what is that on Illmatic? It's one of the great ones. Come to Queensbridge, motherfucker. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Mob Deep was good for it. Fat Joe. Yeah. I mean, the whole DITC had a lot of that stuff going on. Yep. Yep. A lot of yelling, you know. I feel like a, a boot camp click got in on that, too. Yep, yep. I mean, 90s, man. I think really like 92 to like, I think it kind of faded off in 96. But you had that, just that era of lots of yelling. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Well, because, first of all, cats needed to recognize, right? That was an important time for recognizing. Yes. And, you know, heads had to represent. Yes. And if you weren't representing, then heads weren't going to recognize. So screaming on the track was an important way to represent in a way that cats would recognize. It just... It just took the... It took the songs to to the next level. It did. That's an energy that you can't... Like, you can't fake that. You can't layer that. You can't... You no. can't you can't approximate that with good mixing. There's no substitute for a bunch of dudes screaming. Yeah, basically. Yeah. What, what happened? I, you know what it might have been? I, I don't know where this song fits into the whole timeline of things. But I, I think it probably was one of the beginning of the ends uh, for this. I, that was terrible grammar. But when Heavy D had his song, A Bunch of Ends. Oh, yeah. And the hook was, who's on the microphone? A bunch of ends. Mm. I think yeah. people probably realize that eh, this, this has got a shelf life. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's a good call right there. Wow. That's, that's, a, that's, that's digging in the crates, right? That's, that's a nerdy knowledge right there. All right, so I'll tell you how this popped up in my head. And tell me if this happens to you. In my day-to-day life, people will make statements and it will instantly bring me to a, a lyric and a rap song. Yeah. Right? Like, we were in, in class, and we were talking about a book, and he was like, you know, tell us what you like, what you didn't like, what you had a question about, and what you want us to discuss. And the things that you do like, he wanted you to write a plus sign. What do I think? It immediately pops in my head, like a box of positives, I'm a plus love. Wow. As the tribe flies high like a dove. Classic. Now, does this happen to you, or is it just me and my this bizarre def- random This brain? definitely happens to me, but I can't off the top of my head remember the last time it happened to me. But it, it absolutely happens to me. I drive the wife crazy with this. Like, she'll say things, and I'll just start rambling off on a rap song. The shit is ingrained. It, it, it's kind of crazy. I mean, any kind of music, the amount of lyrics that you have in your head stored away, but, like, especially with hip-hop, Oh, yeah. With intricate lyrics. Like, we have all these fucking, like, crazy rap lyrics in our head. And you know these rap lyrics. Yeah. Like, we know these rap lyrics. I'm still amazed some of the songs that I I know line for line. Yeah, absolutely. I haven't listened to it in five years, ten years, boom. Yep. Know it. Boom, 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 boom. Rap lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I popped in my head. Heavy D. Wow, and that's that's a that's a what was that Blue Funk? What was that album called? 
I think that was, and I think that isn't big on that track. Big is on that track. It's one of the early big tracks. Cool. Are we gonna really let's nerd out real fast? Who's on that track? Oh big is on good. that track. Is is Guru on that track? I don't know. All I can hear in my head right now is the hook. I yeah. Did Pete Rock produce that track? Pete Rock or Premier produced that track. That that album had a lot of classic production. It had yeah, a lot it was of really Premier joints, some Pete Rock joints. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I can't remember everyone who was on that track, but there was some there were some big cats on that track, I thought. Let's send the youth to the internet. Let's send them to YouTube for that. Yeah. Let's send yeah. the youngsters out to uh to do some reconnaissance. All right then. That was enjoyable. Let's, let's let's scroll back a little bit. What else is there to talk about and touch on today? I mean, is there any other important topics of the day? It is fresher than your father's day. Um, it is. It is. It is Sunday. It is hot. It's a swelter everywhere. You know, I, I don't know, Ian. I, I'm, I'm struggling with, like, the world is an odd place these days, man. There's there's mad politics going down in Wisconsin. Word. Mad, mad dramas going on. And I'm not even really up on it because of crazy job styles. Yeah. You know, interesting things happening in your personal life. So it raises an interesting question about political involvement, man. Sometimes you feel like you're a faker because you're not out there. You know what I mean? But it's balancing the individual and the, and the, the macro social, the big, the big stuff. But you can't do nothing, right? We all got to live, man. You know what I mean? But I feel like the I feel like honestly this sounds real cheese ball, but I feel like a lot of the biggest politics that you can do are just in your everyday interactions with other people, man. That's real. That's I, I really true. feel even though I work at, you know, this big civil rights legal organization or whatever. Yep. They file the big cases, those are important, those are cool, but ultimately change comes from person to person, local level shit and, and cultural like understandings. And yep. like you know, like changes of attitudes. You know what I mean? That's and, real. And I feel like, you know, a lot of that is just talking to people, especially the young people. You know, um, mm-hmm. not just telling them where to go or anything, something like that, but hearing what they're talking about. And you know, so not to get all. But it's it's summertime. It's good for that, man. It's good. We get yes. out. We go places. Yeah. We interact. We we smile. And we we build. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, you know I mean? so that that's definitely going down right now. Oh, speaking of getting out and about warm weather styles, I just saw your hometown. This is where oh, you're from, Ian. Oh shit! You know where I'm going with this? Uh, did you see the the TV show, or was this some kind of documentarian type thing? This was just photos posted on the internet by a friend of the podcast. Ooh, my man, our man. Yep, Buzzone. The nude bike ride. Whoa, these I did not see. They're out there. They are out there. I heard about this. Cats <laughs> were out naked on bikes. And let me just say, I'm, I'm disappointed. I understand. But as, as a heterosexual male, I'm disappointed that only the dudes felt the need to go full flagrante, or however you say it. Like they, they were just totally balls out. The young women always kept something covering the lower half, Word. which... You know, that's totally respectable, but you know what I mean. You, yeah. you enjoy to see the beauty of each other. Uh, try to put that nicely there. Evidently, there's the, the nude bike ride. 
Is this a yearly thing? This is an annual thing from what I know. You won't catch me participating, but friends of mine have definitely participated, friends of the podcast. And what's their and feedback? Evidently, there's also the nude post-after party where cats are definitely up in the dance party mm-hmm. rocking nude styles. See, the, the juvenile part of me, the, the immature part of me, wants to say, well, does that lead to sex? But that's that's infantile a little bit, right? You to know, I, I, had questions. I had questions. What, what were the answers? The answers were that it was chill. I mean, <laughs> how far do we want to go on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not get anybody in trouble. No, no, I, don't, I, have, no, I have no individual individual types of things i mean look friend of the podcast we know we know who it is we've already you know shouted him out good dude you know great dude yeah yeah really good dude i was just asking various questions you know Mm -hmm. what happens when you're just in a a, a after party full of people sipping beer and naked you know i mean yeah i think that that would lead places you know and evidently i mean maybe it does but evidently when he was chilling it was just chill I was just like, yo, well, I I don't know if I want. <laughs> it's it's interesting though because as Americans, this is like major to us. But like, you know, again, referring to the human planet joint, I was watching. You see different cultures, different places. People yeah, exist in new yeah. styles. Like these guys were. There was this big battle that happens with these sticks, um, and these cats were just battling, but naked. Like, yeah. Just a few decorative things. Like that was just what it was. It's you true. think you're fighting with sticks, you might want to nah man. We're out here. I heard that, you know, there's parts of like Italy and stuff and Spain, cats are just out on the beach. Look. Not some not and not even on some like, you know, the nude beach or whatever. Like cats are just out there. It's just this that's right. how they're rolling. Right. Not I here. guess I, yeah, I guess what we're saying is we don't have to sexualize nudity. Which almost sounds like counterintuitive right like yeah. you're nude that's sex but that's just the way our society is kind of developed but but at the same time my question is right and this is as much for myself as as just you know like obviously the nude style if you're at the this is we're just really going in on this but let's, let's just go here if i'm at the doctor <clears throat> there's nothing sexual about the doctor right there's nothing sexual about a checkup right not usually no I guess you could be, you know, what's the, what's the song? The, uh, it's the classic reggae joint. Night Nurse. Night Nurse. Night Nurse. Not, to me, doctor, not really sexual place. I'm not sure what other cats, how other cats are getting down. I'm not really fucking with any kind of sexual styles. Right. But, and maybe that's what it's like at the after party, but part of me is like, what if there's just some really hot women at the after party, new styles? How is is that comfortable? How 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 do you how do you navigate that that whole that that's a level right there. That's a major level. That's me. a major level because what what that involves is you're hot, you're new. I'm so that dude. I'm not tripping off of it. Yeah. And I, dude, I'm not there. Yeah. I can yeah. tell you right now, I'm not there. I'm not there. There you go. Let's yeah. just be real with it. I'm not there. Yeah. 
No. And, <clears throat> you know... Uh, uh, but you know who is there? Friend of the podcast. He's there. And that, that to me, is a level of confidence and maturity yeah. that would seem appealing to the young ladies. This was backwards about it. If you're not tripping on it, you can get down on it. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, that's how just, it works. That's just a lifestyle, like an overall lifestyle. If you're not tripping on it, you can get down yeah, on and it. I got to shout out my man because, honestly, just on a certain level, my man Steve gets a shout out for just being one of the most, like, down-to-earth, secure dudes. Yeah. Like, I've met, you know? Like, mm-hmm. everyone mm-hmm. goes through their shit, and I'm sure he does too, and I, you know, but, like, my man is just confident on a certain level. Not overconfident, not arrogant. He's right. just, he's solid with it. I'm not just that, talking about nude styles. No, no, no. But that, but see, that comes through in nude styles. Exactly. Those are the people that can go into nude styles and not be tripping, not, not physically display their, uh, uh, their mental responses, if you know what I mean. Yep. They keep the physical chill, so there's no, there's no event. Right, and then they're able to access everything because people aren't, aren't, you know what I mean? They're not putting off any wild energy. Full access. Full access, and that's what you want. That's what you want. That's what the confidence and self gets you. So we went there. We went. We went there. Uh, but I think we went there in a, in a real proper way. Yeah, absolutely. We kept it fresher. It's still Father's Day. We kept it fresher. We kept it fresher. You thought yeah. we couldn't keep it fresher? We kept it fresher. We went to a level, a whole new style, a fresh style. You weren't even ready to. To, to, to fucking witness, but you just did. It's like we said early on. We're just pulling back layers of fresh on that. Layers. It's like a fucking onion. Yep. And in the middle, boom, pop rocks. <laughs> <laughs> you brought that shit back. Oh man, that's a that's a classic. That's a classic. That's a classic fresher than your father element. You know. Elements of style, elements, levels of elements of style, and elements of levels. You know, it's just crazy combinations. And then with as we wind down episode twenty-one, mm-hmm. ah man, I thought I had some knowledge to drop on y'all, but honestly, it's it's New York, it's summertime, and there's a lot of summer dresses out. I got shot at summer dresses. Somebody on my, I think it was the the homie Naeem Rish, uh, ooh. This is terrible mispronouncing the homie's name. Rashada. Aim. He said, uh, spring dresses don't get their full due. Word. Maybe spring so. dress. Spring dress. Yeah. Dresses. Except for the smell. New York is so fly in the summertime. <laughs> and man, that smell, man. Oh, yeah. Man. Oh, yeah. Every place has got its smell, man. We were coming back into town. In the Madison lakes, where we're, uh, we're making sure we knew they were in full effect. Smells. Smells. These smells. These styles. These styles. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think this, that's a that's a, that's a good little uh, a good little podcast right here. Yeah, it's a solid one. It's twenty one. The, the the podcast can drink now. Exactly. I don't. Are your listeners? Are you ready? Are you still listening? They're not out here. I don't know. We have a couple of listeners. One of these days, I'm going to get this on iTunes. I'm doing a little research. A word. And cats aren't even ready. Nah. Nah, nah, nah. They're not ready. They're not ready. But you do have 
the uh, and a shout out to Monthly Mixes. Monthly Ian mixes. had Monthly Mixes. They're on iTunes. They're kind of on iTunes, but I need to get them more. I need to step up a level in the iTunes level. Okay, word up. I just know I get them. I subscribe through iTunes. Oh, word I subscribe. Up. I subscribe to those styles, and they come in. And the last one was so proper, man. Or good looking. Native tongue at the disco. Disco, man. Yep. Yep. So, uh, yeah, Fresher Than Your Father podcast, number 21. The rambling in to 21. <laughs> you have any, any last tidbits of wisdom for those still listening? Nah. Well, this is just a permanent piece of wisdom. You know, uh, I know it's, it's summertime. We want to get with those sweets and beverages, but uh, make sure you step your fiber game up. Keep that fiber game up. Oh, word. Oh, who's, who, were you copping that fiber at Trader Joe's? Yeah, I ran that actually before the podcast. Ran some fiber. Oh, word. Still going down. Trader Joe Styles, Trader Joe Fiber. Is it a different trader over there or is it Joe? No, it's Joe. Word. Shout it's to Joe. Joe. Yeah, Joe put me on. Word up. Keep that fiber up, friends. <laughs>